How do we how do we intro regular episodes? I completely forgot. It's been so long. I don't know. I don't think we ever did we have I don't I feel so lost. I, I feel like this will be our actual intro. Um We're being relatable like real people. We kinda are. Or we just kinda go into it. But I don't should we have a specific we're not, intro? We're not gods. We're mortals. Well yeah, that, that we are. So You know who's the most mortal of all characters, Josh? Who? The Batman. The Batman. Yes, which is who we're here to talk about. So, previously, Jordan gave his pitch for a, a DC show. You know, like 30 Marvel episodes ago. 30, yeah. I mean, it's been a while. It's it, it's weird getting back to this, these normal episodes after doing MCU review for what was my weeks. What was my pitch? Your pitch was uh, New Frontier as a miniseries. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it's been <laughs> so long. We went through an entire other universe. Yeah. I know I'm there. I mean, we covered everything. I mean, we've we've had 22 episodes since then. And what a trip it was. It was. Actually, 23 episodes because we had to split up Endgame into two. 24 episodes because we had to review Captain Marvel. Ah, It's been a long time. It has been, been a long, a long time. Day. We, we don't know what we're doing, but we're trying to get back to things. So let's jump right in here. What, so, is, your, what is your pitch? My pitch is for a Batman miniseries, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. And then I want to lead this into something else. Oh. So, this is a miniseries. Kind of a one season, you know, how miniseries work. Called Batman The Lost Year. Ooh. I've kind of done some different names. I thought about calling it, you know, The Dark Year. But I'm like, Lost Year sounds a little bit better. Just something that's kind of lost to you. But, so, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to let you figure it out by the opening scene that I want first episode you just come right into this scene it's pitch black and all you see is a lot swinging you can see the light on the floor swinging over a crowbar jason just bit the dust jason has just bit the dust and then bam bruce well you hear joker laugh and then bruce wakes up in a in a nervous sweat and then Kind of looks sad because he knows what's happened. Because this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bruce Wayne looking sad? I, this is I so know. controversial. It's just something completely new. But that's the opening scene because this is the year that Batman tries to forget. This is what happens after season three of the animated series. Dang, Josh. This is set in between Batman the animated series and the new Batman Adventures because we jump from Dick Grayson to Tim Drake. We don't even acknowledge Jason Todd's existence. This is a this is a controversial stance you you're taking here. It is, but I have been pumped Flip, about this. Flipping a bird to the continuity. Well, I mean, I think this would be a cool thing to kind of go back and jump in and kind of slot it right in the middle there. But what I do after this will kind of go back into things a bit. Okay. So, like I said, you know, there could be some kind of continuity errors in, in this. I said this before, but I think this would be a fun little hey, what if kind of thing. Okay, I'll save my questions till the end. Okay, so after he wakes up and everything, he's all nervous and... Okay, I'm not going to save my questions till the end. <laughs> okay. Um, How many episodes is this going to be? So I was thinking it's probably going to be about 10 episodes. It's and they, gonna be are short. these going to be 22 minutes or are they going to be longer? I was thinking close to 30, 45 maybe okay. because each... Each episode is going to follow kind of a certain path. 
because, and I'll, I'll, I'll get in the story and you'll, you'll hear why, Batman goes to Ar- Arkham. So he wakes up and then he goes to Arkham because Jason's just been killed not that long ago. He wants to find the Joker. In this one, the Joker kills him. He doesn't find him. Joker's gone. Mm-hmm. He goes to Arkham. Everybody is gone. Like Batman's walking through Arkham, walking past all the cells, and they're empty. They haven't escaped to commit crimes. They've escaped to hide because they know Batman's on a war path for the Joker, and he's going to beat anyone who may know where he is. So basically, all the villains are gone because they know Batman's coming, and he's not going to stop. So each episode, he's having to track down villains to try to find the Joker. And each each episode is going to be either one or two villains. Like, I've got a few tied together, like Two-Face and the Ventriloquist. I think they'll work really well as together. I was thinking, like, Mad Hatter and Clock King, because they're kind of kind of offbeat characters a bit. And then maybe, like, Killer Croc and Bane, or Clayface and Bane. And so, some of them you can have two villains, because I don't think you need one for every one, because I've got, like, 12 villains listed here. Mm-hmm. So, he's kind of on an all-out warpath to find Joker, and the the bad guys know it. So they're hiding. And so he's looking for them. Can I interject with a question? Yeah, go for it. What art style are we using? Are we using original B-Taz, or are we in the new Batman Adventures? Original Batman animated series. And later, in the near the end, I'll tell you why. Because I love that. I, I like that one better, but I think we'll start off with it for a particular reason. Okay. And this will go into kind of something I'm not going to get into a lot, but kind of explain how things transition. So he's basically got to find all the, find whatever hints he can to the Joker. And he's going to find all the villains to do it. And, but not all the villains are hiding in Gotham. The only, and like, there's not really a lot of crime going on. And he's trying to find them and everything like that. So... The only times he really, you know, kind of gets anything is, like, he finds, like, one villain. Like, maybe, like, I don't know, Scarecrow or uh, somebody like that. And each episode, like I said, he's tracking down his own villains. He's, you know, kind of finds out that, you know, they escape to hide from him. They don't want any part of it. So... Really, the only time he finds out along the way that the only time he sees any of them committing crimes is when they're strapped for cash, like big time, because they're paying somebody to hide them. And I, I have an idea for who this is going to be. But, like, you, I, I want a scene somewhere in there where, like, Nightwing's talking to Gordon. He's like, he's just, he's not the same. You know, he's, something's wrong. And, I mean, we, we know what's wrong. Jason Todd's been killed. So... It's so weird. I've I've never written down this much. I'm getting lost in <laughs> in having all this. So it helps to mark through as you go. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm kind of down to this point, but like I I jump. I thank you. So I've kind of yeah. So basically, he finds out that they're having to pay someone to hide them, and they're going to have to keep paying. Am I allowed to guess? You can guess. Is it someone that's already been in the animated series? It is. It's Raish. Nope. See, he's not in this because Batman knows he wouldn't do something like that. And, you know, Ra's al Ghul respects Batman too much, so he's not he's not a part of this. Uh, I'll tell you that much. It's someone smart. 
Is it a Riddler? It is a Riddler. Dang. But he doesn't know that yet. He just knows someone is hiding them. Very Hush-esque. Very. Having him be the mastermind. Yes. Very. So, not all the villains are hiding in Gotham. I've kind of got them in order. Now, when did... When did Superman and Batman meet? Because I know Justice League the Animated Series took place in what, like, well, it was in, like, 2001 to 2004. Mm-hmm. So, they met, where does that fall in the timeline? They met it? in the World's Finest crossover in Superman the Animated Series. So, they did, they did the Animated Series, mm-hmm. and then they w- went to Superman the Animated Series, and then they decided to do the crossover, and that was... The success of the crossover was like, hey, let's do more of the animated series. And so that's, that's what started the new Batman. Avengers. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking because this takes place before that. So Batman finds out that somebody's hiding in Metropolis. Mm-hmm. So A pretty Superman Metropolis. Well, so this is kind of after, slightly after Superman's been established. Mm-hmm. But they haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. So, because that's... Yeah, I think that's right. How I had it set up. So, someone's hiding there. He doesn't know who. He just kind of, the way Riddler set everything up was, they he the one person knows enough to get them to the next person. Almost like a big scavenger hunt for Batman. Mm-hmm. But enough to where he wants him to take his time with it and not get a lot because he knows he's going to burn through them all. So, because Batman's burning the village down and he's going to smoke out the Joker. Batman's just going all dark on everybody. And so he... What's the rating on this miniseries? It's, uh... Might be PG-13. Maybe. Awfully dark for the animated series. Uh, this is... Well, this is the lost year. I mean, you could do this separately. I think it's nice how it could kind of fit in that little time gap between animated series and the new adventures. But... I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go ahead and give you a critique. Okay. About the title. There is a animated series comic book called The Lost Years mm. that bridged the gap between the animated series and the new Batman Adventures. Basically, it did Old Wounds. Oh, really? And they adapted the Old Wounds. Up, cause basically, they did Old Wounds in the style of the animated series. Mm-hmm. And then they did an issue where it's not when training overseas and stuff. Huh. And then when they did the new Batman Adventures, they basically adapted that into... But it's like how they did Mad Love, how they did... They did it in the uh, new Batman Adventures style, even though the comic was in the original yeah. art. Okay. Well, I mean, this can be standalone. Yeah. I mean, the story works either way, but mm-hmm. I, I like the time gap. I like the dark, the dark year title better than the Lost Years. Yeah. I mean, we make it the dark year. It may, it reminds me of Long Halloween. Mm-hmm. Well, in several ways, you're getting the, you're hitting every villain, and then you're also getting, like, in a specific time frame. Yeah. So, he's going to go to different cities because obviously they know they need to spread out. I've got particular scenes for two cities. So basically, he goes to like Superman, and I guess you know if you did want to kind of do this in its own thing. Then Superman, he doesn't really know him yet. Mm-hmm. And so basically Superman's gonna, he, he knows what's going on with Batman. He knows, he just knows that Batman's coming for people and he's just burning everything down along the way. So 
Let me have a continuity sidebar here. Okay. So they, they're first like they meet each other in the crossover episode. Uh huh. So that and like it's like very apparent that that's the first time they're meeting. Yeah. So I'm trying to rationalize in, in the continuity in my head. So old wounds happens. Okay. Dick Grayson goes away, and then he changes over to the. Well, it's the same thing with Mad Love. Like the whole costume thing doesn't really matter. Yeah. For my like in my head in the continuity of the anime series, Mad Love happened in the B Taz design. Mm-hmm. So we'll say that old wounds happen in the B Taz design, and then he, you can do your however you want to switch the costume over. Mm-hmm. Well, you do, but I say we take Nightwing out of the story. This can happen while he's training to be Nightwing on his own. Okay. Because he comes back in, Dick comes back in Sins of the Father. Mm-hmm. Which is like, a, I think, the second episode of the new Batman Adventures, which is Tim's introduction. Yeah. So basically, we can put the world's finest crossover while Nightwing is away, but before he's met Tim. Okay. Because he'll be in that new Batman Adventures design. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still a little blurry That'll, on uh, the switch. That fixes the continuity. I mean, I mean, this could, like I said, this is kind of design work and kind of be on its own, or you could kind of, you know, throw it in. I mean, it might work better on its own. But I get I guess since they are just meeting, then it would be better if if it is on its own. Well, I mean, it can be a, an Elseworlds. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming that because I know you, <laughs> the, I'm assuming that this is all a ruse to get Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill involved in this project. Well, I mean, you know, because I mean, Killing Joke definitely isn't in animated continuity, and mm-hmm. neither's you know a lot of the DC animated. Projects they've been in recently, so yeah, it can totally be standalone. Yeah, so basically, he goes to Metropolis to find someone. Superman knows what Batman's been doing, and you know he comes up to him one night when Batman's kind of searching. No, no particular villain. I mean, I kind of wrote down Penguin, but just because you know Metropolis is a broader, kind of fancier place that Penguin may enjoy a bit. Mm-hmm. But basically, Superman's like, hey. I can't let you do this. Not in my town, pal. Yeah, not in my town. And Batman's just like, stay out of my way, Kent. Like, I know who you are. And, you know, Superman kind of looks surprised, but then he's like, you know, I don't care if you know who I am. I I won't let you tear Metropolis apart looking for, you know, so-and-so. Josh, you have to watch the Superman-Batman crossover. I need to. I know. So they get in, in the crossover, they get into an argument. Uh-huh. Batman, like, judo throws Superman across the room. <laughs> and then Superman, like, shoulder checks him into a wall. And then X-ray visions his mask and is like, you're Bruce Wayne. Ah. Uh. Well, then it cuts, like, the scene finishes up. Then later on, Clark Kent's on the phone with Lois. And he's, like, landing in his apartment and, and changing clothes. And he's, like, putting his pajamas on and going to bed. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, hears something beeping. And he, like, looks on his cape, and there's, like, a little tracer. And then he, like, uses X-ray vision and looks across the city. And, like, four miles away is Batman with binoculars, and he goes, <laughs> he just waves at him. That's awesome. I love that. That's, like, the best way that he's that they've ever God. they've ever done him finding out Clark's secret identity. I love that. That's awesome. I do. I need to go back and watch that oh, big that time. One, that's so... It's, like, the... It literally makes me so mad watching Batman v Superman because I was like, this <laughs> this thing existed and was this good and you guys didn't pull from it? Yeah. You're fools. That, that would be great. 
But continue. I didn't mean to oh, sidebar. Yeah. No, no, you're good. That's him. awesome. I love that. But he's like, you know, I don't care if you know who I am. You can't do this. And Batman's like, you see him like slip on a kryptonite ring like from Hush. Oh, he's like, whatever it takes and just turns around and decks Superman. Oh. And then like, because you got it, everybody wants to see Batman Superman fight. So this is going to be your small fight. I don't want it to be like a huge thing, but I want it mm-hmm. to be like very short and just be like, listen, stay out of my way or else. And so then he obviously ends up finding the person and then goes to like, you know, either he's he's got four stops other than Gotham. He's got Metropolis, Star City, London, and Central City. I think it'd be awesome to do Mr. Freeze for Flash because you could do like some little quip. He's like, hey, you look familiar. And then because like, you know, Captain Cold or he's like, you remind me of somebody mm-hmm. or something like that. I think uh, Mad Hatter would be good for Green Arrow because he could like take over Green Arrow. Okay, so we're getting, we're getting a lot of cameos in here. Yeah, like a lot. So like you, you get to fight him, but not because it's Green Arrow's choice. It's because, you know, Mad Hatter's controlling him and Batman's, you know, like... I've been analyzing this guy. This doesn't seem right. And then he realizes under the hood, he's being controlled by Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, he would be with Clock King, so there'd be a lot going on with both of them. But I want him to fight... I want Poison Ivy to be in London. Because that seems kind of like her kind of character. You know, one of the finer things and, you know, kind of the way she is. But he go searching and then Wonder Woman finds him. Kind of like how Superman did. But she's more of a, I'm sorry for what happened to you, but I can't let you do this. Like, he's already found Poison Ivy at this point. He's fighting her. He's beating the snot out of her. Oh, Just wow. like he had to We are every- going dark. I mean, he's been beating everybody like this, like big time. But you don't even know what's coming yet. So, like, we're getting into hush territory here with later on. Oh, so, he's fighting her, and then Wonder Woman steps in. She's like, I'm sorry for what happened to you. I, I know it's hard, but... You know, I can't let you do this. And then, like, you see this back shot of Batman just turn and look. And then you see on the left side of his head, Poison Ivy stand back up, getting ready to fight him. And then he says, so be it. And then you get this awesome shot of him fighting both Wonder Woman and Poison Ivy at the same time. Oh, my gosh. And, like, yeah, like, he's having a struggle, but he ends up taking them. Like, this is basically him, like, fighting the Justice League before they're the Justice League. Oh, my gosh. And so... He's fighting them, and then he finally wins, and then, like, Wonder Woman wakes up, and Poison, like, he knocks her out and then deals with Poison Ivy. But then, like, you could go black after Wonder Woman passes out, and then, because you know he wins against Poison Ivy. So she wakes up, Poison Ivy's unconscious, and Batman's gone. So he's burnt through most everybody, and he's heading back to Gotham to find the mastermind, the Riddler. Who's been hiding everyone all this time. You know, he, he gets into this thing. He's still hunting Riddler down through most of the episode. And then, you know, he finally finds him and Riddler's standing there looking out the window being all cocky and everything. He's like, you know, I knew you would find him eventually. And then he's like, the next Riddler is the most important. Where is the Joker? And then he starts to give him a riddle. And he says, even I'm not sure. And then just Batman just rip, <laughs> like pulls him away and starts fighting just beating him to death before he can even <laughs> get off his riddle. Batman's just like, I'm done with your jokes. And then just goes all out and fighting him, just like leaving this bloody path of beating up people, leaving them in the hospital and everything like that. Because after what happened to uh, Jason Todd, Batman's kind of fed up. So 
he finally tells him he doesn't know where Joker is, but you know, you know, he kind of has a one thing that's kind of weird that he's noticed because Riddler's a smart guy; he notices things. So then, Batman in the final episode, I think either one or two, like it could be a two-parter, where he finds him. He finds Joker, and you know, this one he finally's like Alfred's in his ear and everything like that. He's like, you know, let's find him. I, I hated to lose him and everything like that. So he finally finds Joker, and he is going like full hush Batman Joker fight on him. He's about to kill him. And like, you see, you know, he's pulling all the stops. He's just going. And then like, Alfred's like, Master Wayne, Master Wayne, please stop. Please don't, don't do this. You don't want to do it. And then you see Batman pick up a crowbar. Like, this happens to be nearby. <laughs> Just happens to be. Just happens to be like, you know, Joker's hiding in some warehouse or something. Like, I don't know. But I just love these shots. And he's like picking up a crowbar as he's walking towards him. And then like you kind of see Alfred like yelling into the microphone in the Batcave. Like, but you don't hear it. Like, it's just a silent thing. Like the music's playing. You know Batman's going to kill Joker. And he's trying and trying and trying. And finally he gets over there to Joker. Joker's like laying on the floor. He's, He's beat. He's done. And you see... Him walking over, and then finally, I want this close shot of like the left side of Alfred's face, just like here down, right next to the microphone. He says, Bruce. And then you see a back shot of his hand come up with the crowbar and just stop and holds there for a second. And then he drops it. And like you can see, like red and blue police lights outside, like they've tracked Batman coming all this way because he's just tearing everything down. And he just leaves. Then the next shot after you see him kind of like, or, oh, I forgot about the best part. <laughs> well, it's not, not the best part. But the part I was really excited about, I forgot to write it down. But, like, let's go back to when he was first, like, about to fight the Joker. Like, he hadn't got to the point where he's beating him yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know how Joker is. He's joking around. He's trying to lighten up the situation. He's like, oh, Batman, you found me, you know. I suppose we'll go to the judge now where he can send me away to Arkham for the rest of my life. And Batman uh, just says no. And Joker gets this fearful look on his face. I love one syllable word, Batman. Yeah. And he just says no. And Joker gets this weird look on his face. He looks up like true fear in Joker's eyes. And then I just want you to turn around and see the silhouette of Batman with the cape coming down the sides where he's like wrapped up in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And just the two wide eyes and says, you answer to me. And then that's when he starts beating Joker to death. That's a good one. And then, so, jumping back to when Batman leaves, you see the cape turn around and he leaves. And then the next shot's the police in the warehouse. They're just everywhere looking. And then Gordon busts through the door and he says, where is he? And then he says, he's over here. And he sees the Joker. He says, not him, Batman. And that just cuts out. That's the end of the show. But that's where you you would have changed styles if you were keeping it in continuity. But the next miniseries that would come after would be, I would call it Batman Redemption, where he's got to basically prove to the police. He's still fighting crime, but he's also got to avoid the police because, I mean, they're friends at this point, but because of what he did, they're like, not anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's basically his redemption arc to not be with the you know, how he was. Basically, he changes his suit style and everything to help show he's different, but it's basically like a season-long thing of him trying to get back in on the good side of the police. But I wanted to take a 
kind of dark turn. I was dark. Here, yeah. So, who are you thinking cast-wise? You just can't beat Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy as Joker and Batman. I think, I definitely think they should come back. I, I would like to keep animated series voices. I mean, as many as you can get. Because, I mean, John Glover could still do it. Diane Pershing could still do it. I mean, you don't need Catwoman in the story, so leave her out of it. It gets hard, though, when you're trying to do Alfred and uh, Gordon. Yeah, I know, because you're not getting them back. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, do you have any picks you would like for the voices? Because, I mean, mainly this is kind of, I've been driving for this one. Let's see what what you got. I mean, see, that's that's my thing is, you know, a lot of people want a revival of the animated series. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm in the camp where... I would rather it be Batman Beyond or Justice League so that mm-hmm. you can not have to recast. Because oh, Ephraim yeah. Zimbalist is Alfred is like... Just awesome. That's like... That's the bar for Alfred. Yeah. I and mean... Michael Caine played Alfred. Yeah. But I mean... Whew, I still give it to Ephraim Zimbalist because I mean... Even the, even when he's just like... He can be your crusty butler but then you get things like Mask of the Phantasm when his speech at the end that's just like... Amazing. Oh, gosh. Same thing with Gordon. Like, it's just so, so hard to recast them. With all the the continuity and stuff, like, I think like, I think this would work better. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would like to see something like this in the Young Justice continuity. That would be good. Because, they, I mean... They've got that whole big time gap between uh, the first two seasons where we know that a Jason Todd mm-hmm. lived and died. And we could... Might be coming back. I mean, we could do this in that as kind of look back. Because, like, before I wanted it to kind of be an animated series, but then especially after this kind of started, you had a lot of good points about the continuity. So I, And, I mean, I kind of had it where you could do both, but I think you're right. I think it does work better as kind of a, a separate thing. And it would work well with, I guess, Young Justice. And I think the Young Justice style would, would kind of fit the darker tone mm-hmm. a little bit better than the animated series. Because it's kind of jarring going that dark with the animated series, you know? Yeah, that was kind of my one thing. Like, I love when Batman gets dark, but the animated series does, is a little bit on the brighter side of things. Let me try of. to let me try to throw some of the cast out off the top of my head, because okay. that would be that'd be Bruce Greenwood as your Batman, yeah, which is good. Uh, Brent Spiner's Joker mm-hmm. in that show, and he does a pretty good job. He he was only in one episode. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I would, I love Mark Hamill, but I mean, I guess if you're not going with Kevin Conroy for Batman, you'd probably go with somebody else. Yeah, Bruce Green was like the, he's like the number two pick yeah. for Batman for me. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Vocal. he does a great job as voicing Batman. I don't know that Alfred speaks on the show. Oh, really? To my recollection. Because he's only in like a few cameo appearance, appearances. I think Corey Burton played Gordon in an episode. Mm-hmm. Dave Franco, weirdly enough, played the Riddler. Wow. Uh, that is odd. Uh, Danny Trejo was Bane. Ooh. Which I think that's pretty good casting. I think Two-Face has been in the show. Poison Ivy was on the show, but I'm completely blanking on that actress's name. Mm-hmm. What other villains did you mention? I don't think Penguin's been on there. I've mentioned, like, Scarecrow, Mad Hatter, Ventriloquist, Two-Face. Oh, Mad Hatter was on there, but I think... I can't remember who played him either. He was on here the, recently mm-hmm. this season. That was mainly, like, I got them because I wanted to fill it up. And, you know, I think some of the characters, like, could go well together and not necessarily be on their own. Like I said, him and 
Clock King could go together. Mm-hmm. Or not not mm-hmm. him and Two-Face, but like, well, Ventriloquist and Two-Face, but like Mad Hatter and Clock King. So Mild spoilers for season three of Young Justice. Yeah, go for it. I mean, I got a lot of shows to catch up on before I can go back and watch it, so. Jason Todd is voiced by Josh Keaton. Hmm. And that's a post-death Jason Todd. Oh. Yeah. He's only had one line so far. But if you wanted to hint towards that, Oded Fair plays Rachel Ghoul. Does a great job. See that? Okay, so going back to Jason Todd for a second, the hush thing. Like I know they're changing the style and everything like that, because you know they're fitting it in. I guess this new kind of set of animated movies they're doing. Yeah. The... But I wish they'd have stuck with the kryptonite ring instead of the brass nu- kryptonite knuckles that we saw in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's one reason I wanted to have that in here because I love the simple ring better. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure why. Well, I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic about the Hush animated movie now. Yeah, I mean... I kind of wish it was just kind of a standalone thing. Because I always saw it as like the summer blockbuster of Batman event. Yeah. Like I kind of wish... Like in the way that they used Tim Daly and Kevin Conroy for the... Like the Superman Batman Public Enemies movies. I kind of think wish they would have done it in that style. Not yeah. not necessarily Ed McGinnis, but like do it in a Jim Lee style, but like bring in your a like you don't have to like completely adhere to the animated series continuity, but like bring in like the big guns for the voices. Yeah, like it doesn't matter so much as like the Harleys and the Riddlers and stuff, but like I think you probably should have stayed with Tim Daly as Superman, Kevin as Batman. Yeah, my close personal friend Kevin Conroy. Oh, we yeah. Facetime. Yeah, you did. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think it'll be good, but it's just kind of not what I was expecting from what I've seen from the trailer. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping it would be its own standalone. They go with the same art style and, you know, kind of go for it. At least they've used this as an excuse to get him out of that awful costume he's been in and all those movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... Like the that's mo- those movies are good, but I just don't care for that Batman design. Yeah, it... Especially when the when like the Young Justice season one and two design is basically in that style, mm-hmm. but it looks way better. Yeah. But now they kind of reverted back to using that same design in Young Justice season three, and it drives me nuts. <laughs> I yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't care much for that. I, I don't know. I, like I, I like the new Fifty Two outfit. Yeah. But I like it when Greg Capullo draws it, mm-hmm. which is very, it's. I mean, it's not similar. I mean, it's kind of similar, but it's not the same. It's yeah. very Bruce Timmy, mm-hmm. where it's very boxy and cartoony. Oh, where yeah. the where this con that continuity that we were just talking about is very angular and mm-hmm. not really the same. But I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Are there any uh, casting decisions that you that you want? I mean, if we're putting it in with the whole Young Justice kind of continuity. Oh yeah. Stuff. The, well, the other heroes would be. Nolan North as Superman, Alan Tudyk as Green Arrow, yeah, uh, Maggie Q as Wonder Woman, James Arnold Taylor plays Flash now, but originally it was George Eads from CSI. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, we grab grab uh, Young Justice cast, bring it in with that, and I think it'd work. I mean, I I, I like that continuity decision better than animated series. Mm-hmm. Now that you brought all that up, so I think that works because I was a little blurry on the whole 
timeline with all that anyway because mainly I've just watched like the animated series mm-hmm. and then not known so much about the time between and then the whole Justice League and Superman stuff and how all that ties in which I really need to actually watch and go back but uh blast me sir sorry but been uh it's been Batman animated series and sticking to it and now I gotta kind of fill fill in the gaps you gotta finish that continuity man I do I really you gotta, do you gotta finish well, you gotta finish. You gotta do all the animated series again, mm-hmm. and you gotta go straight into Superman. I'm sure it's on the DC app. Yeah, it's a, it's all in the DC app, and you can do Justice League and JLU. Then, mm-hmm. you, then you can do Static Shock. Then you do Batman. I did Beyond. watch Static Shock as a kid. You do Batman Beyond. Then you go into the Zeta Project. Ooh, I'm gonna have to start filling my time with. Yeah, the Zeta Pro- the Zeta Project. That's deep cuts. Is it? That's a deep deep cuts. It's a Batman Beyond spinoff. Oh. With one crossover episode of Batman Beyond. Wow. It's very, very odd. Diedrich Bader plays the main character. Hmm. I will have to go back and watch that. But, on that note, I guess, this has been our second DC show pitch. Yeah. I think we'll do more in the future. I think so. I mean, I had fun with it, and I, I think it's kind of cool, the DC app, we can, you can kind of do, well, I say we, but they're actually kind of doing things that we wouldn't normally expect to see and that we can do in an animated style than than we wouldn't see in live action. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's it's pretty diverse because you've got like, you know, you've got your Titans and your Doom Patrols, which is, which Doom Patrol is vastly different from Titans. <laughs> then at the same time, you've got, you know, Young Justice, which is, you know, catering the fans. Yeah. And then you have the Harley Quinn animated series coming out later this year, mm-hmm. which is going to be a completely different flavor. And I, and I assume that I think as more time goes on, we're gonna get more little projects that kind of tie back into other continuities. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they start doing maybe one animated movie a year that's like just on the app. Oh yeah. Yeah, I could totally see them doing something like that. Whether yeah. it be in that continuity or maybe that's how they end up doing their. Maybe they maybe the actual release ones will end up being in that all of them being that continuity. Then the app gets the adaptions because you know there's like rumors for red sun and long halloween yeah that'd be cool i mean we definitely have a lot of different directions we can go with this now and And that'd be that'd be a cool way to do it and get around like the time constraints because all the all the tv shows thus far have been they're kind of on their own time like some some are like even over an hour long for an episode oh wow like they're almost all always between like 50 and 60 minutes oh gosh and that way you could do, like, like Long Halloween, you probably need, like, two and a half hours at least to get through that story. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Which, I mean, they showed recently that the Death and Return of Superman, uh, how well, how much better that worked adapting the story in two parts than, you know, cramming it all into one with Superman Doomsday. Which Superman Doomsday was fine, but, I mean, mm-hmm. you're able to get a lot more fan service moments from the comics and doing it. The split. Yeah, I, I like the split. I think it worked really well. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well. That's going to wrap us up on this one. I will. So, I guess the next episode's a mystery, but... Uh, it will be. We'll uh, see you then.